Good evening and hope you had an awesome day. So tonight I want to share with you a small passage from today's Duff, Tractate Yuma, page 22a, because I think it's amazing on its own. And if we also think about it, it carries a great insight and tool for ourselves. So the Talmud's talking about the daily services and responsibilities that went into running the Beit HaMikdash, the temple. And the way that most of the jobs were allocated to those working their shifts in the temple was by casting lots. Because, well, everyone wanted to be a part of it. Everyone wanted a piece of the action. And therefore, the easiest thing to do was to have a lottery, to see who got to do what. So no favorites were played, everyone had an equal chance, and there was no protexia. The only part of the service that wasn't originally divided in such a way was the very first part of the service that was done each day in the morning. Really, really early in the morning. The time of day that you would never want to set your alarm clock for. And because it was such an ungodly hour, pardon the pun, the assumption was that there was no need to draw lots for that honor since no one would be vying for that honor as everyone would have wanted a little more beauty sleep. However, what actually started to happen was that people started not only waking up, but running up the ramp to get there first. And often it would be a race to see who could beat everyone else in order to get it until, long story short, it was decided that they should just do away with this early bird gets the worm system because there were simply way too many people getting up early to try and get the honor. So they started casting lots. Now, if we just stop there, there's already an inspiring message. After all, we love our sleep. I love our sleep. Everyone does. Who doesn't like to press the snooze button once or twice? But here you had people that were so excited to be the ones to get the honor of leading the service in the temple, the global Jewish headquarters of the world, that they were getting up early to beat others out to get there. And so many people started doing this, vying for this honor despite the hour. So a simple pause on this shows us all how we come from people who cared deeply about anything and everything Jewish. However, as I thought of it and this little vignette of our ancestors, there's perhaps another important message that I took away. See, one could argue that there are lots of ways that people communicate what they view to be important, be it to their children or to others, or even if we want to check in with ourselves, as sometimes we're so preoccupied ourselves that we can't really determine what are our deepest values or priorities. Now, we might do this by reading up on things we view as important or discussing them with others as part of our conversations, and perhaps those could be indicators of what we see as important, but they could also be false indicators. After all, perhaps I theoretically find those ideas important to me, or would like to find those ideas important to me, or I just find them interesting to think about, but they might not really be that important to me at core. However, I believe there is a litmus test that can truly be the indicator for what we view as our priorities in life. And that is those things that we do, but not just that we do, but more so that we run to do. Those are the things that we truly value as important. The things we jump out of bed to start our day with early, the things that we run to be involved in when we have some free time, the activities that we pursue with greater speed and alacrity. Think about how true this is. If we have a movie that we don't really want to see, well, back in the days when we went to Cineplex, sorry, Alice, not so much anymore, though, we might go, but we wouldn't necessarily rush to make it on time. However, if it is one that we're dying to see, will we leave the house early, line up to get tickets and run to get the best seats? If we're going to see someone, if we like them and really want to see them and spend time with them, we do everything to be there on time or a few minutes early versus if it's a meeting that we have to be at, for which we might find every excuse to take our time, be late or even weasel out of because we don't really want to be there. 
Our values are communicated by what we do and more importantly, what we run to do, not what you think about or talk about. Our friends see that about us. Do we run when we see the next opportunity in business or do we run when we see the next opportunity to help someone out? Our kids see it. Do we jump out of bed, let's say, to squeeze in a little morning learning or go to morning minion? Or do we snooze in a little unless we have to get up for work and then we jump out of bed? And we ourselves see it. We're all human. We all have lazy bones as part of our composition. But the things that we think are important, but truly important, if we want to know for yourself what those things are at this point, a real picture of those priorities, look to see what the things are that you run to and what are those things that you take your time to do or get done, if do it at all. This passage in the Talmud is first all showing us that we come from people that ran when it came to serving God and serving the Jewish people. And then we can also learn from this that if you want to see what your priorities in life are, it's easy. It's not what you think, what you read, or even what you do, but it's best seen by what you run to do. And on that note, I got to run and finish a class that I'm preparing, wishing you an awesome night, and I look forward to seeing you tomorrow.